Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Rough Dub Podcast. We got Tim Rodriguez, we got Matt Armstrong, we got Mike Roy, and your host, Wesley. What's up, boys? Yo. Hey, how are we doing? What's up? What's up? Week two NFL. It, it, you know, I have to say, the offseason feels like a long offseason sometimes, but then we get back into the swing of things and it's like we never, we never left. Podcasting on Tuesday night. <laughs> Feels it's right. great when we're getting a Antonio Brown scandal every week. So like the football season <laughs> yeah. doesn't every really Every week, end. Like every day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's good One stuff. week it's a helmet, the next week it's tools. So let's left. Yeah, we should talk about it, Antonio Brown. We, uh, of course, exchanged a bunch of text messages about it, but pretty amazing uh, little 48-hour turn there. <laughs> yeah. he, signs with, he signs with the Patriots. Um, and then the Raiders on Monday Night Football telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> and on Tuesday night, his ex-trainer puts, puts out um, a release saying that she was sexually assaulted multiple times by Antonio Brown. So that's, that's a lot to happen in three days. This timing, incredible, too. Has he reported to, Pat, to Pat's camp yet? Like, have you seen their reaction from this or know. nothing yet? No, nothing yet. Yikes. Well, I mean, we don't have any information about the case at this point beyond what uh, the headlines are, are really saying. But uh, other than that, thoughts on the Raiders debacle has to be yet another uh, another checkbox for them. Um, my, a question I have is not only the Raiders might have already known about this, and that might be one oh. reason why they released him. They might have released him because they knew something was going on behind the scenes. Not only all the crap that he was pulling in camp that was garbage, but also they heard wind of this, and they're like, we're going to get out of front of this, cut his ass, and then let somebody else sign him and deal with it later on. I don't know if I quite buy that yet. I think punching the GM in the face was probably enough grounds to, to, to get him off the team. Uh, if you listen to some of the phone calls they recorded with Gruden, him posting you know, Mike Mayloff's letter saying – we're finding you shit like that. It's just, there, there was definitely more behind the scenes that, because that's, that's not enough. I don't think it's just, you know, to avoid his whole contract and get him off the team, but I don't know about that. This is some crazy stuff. I'm reading the article just now. It says that, uh, well, I, I mean, we don't need to talk about this stuff. Let's, let's leave that. Let's leave that. <laughs> let's leave that out of the episode. Let's just, let's focus on the game. So week one, what, Maybe just your biggest takeaway from the last week. Roy, why don't we start with you? Oh, okay. Biggest takeaway. Um, New segment. Just thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually really impressed with the Raiders. Uh, mm. I caught that whole game. I was expecting, even with the, the AB scandal, that they would just come out kind of lost. Um, just a continuation of last year, which was kind of, you know, no direction for Carr, scared in the pocket, no really run game, a decent pass game, but then the, the that that's all that they would have was just passing with some decent offense. But I, I just thought that they would look out that they'd start flat and they looked so confident. Carr was, you know, in the pocket, making plays, running around, looking sharp. Defense was good. They had a running game, rushed over a hundred yards. Josh Jacobs looked really good. Um, almost everything about this team came out flying. So I was very impressed with them and probably the Cowboys. My second play was that they just looked in sync didn't miss a beat. Um, those two things. All right. All right. Tim, Army? 
I didn't buy the Raiders at all. Mm. The, the Broncos look terrible. And Joe Flacco is not elite. So <laughs> I, I think, like, the Raiders, they always have that late Monday night opener game. And that's, again, like one of those, like, Super Bowl games where they try really hard. I didn't really think there was anything impressive going on there. Um, other takeaways, I think just, like, the good teams are good and the bad teams are bad, like, glaringly. Um, as you can see, like, you know, first, first uh, you know, week two, we've got Pats versus Dolphins, and it's like a 20-point game. Like, that shouldn't happen in the NFL, but clearly just the good teams are good and the bad teams are bad. Yeah, that's what I was about to say as well, is that the good teams are good, the bad teams are bad. Um, I mean, after watching that Packers-Bears game, it was cool that both those teams are good. They're both good teams. Like, they have maybe have good portions of their team, such as the Bears. The Bears have great defense, but their offense is a joke. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a good player, but his team is bad. And that, and that was clear during that game. Also – you know, watching you, – you had a lot of bad teams playing each other last week, so it was a lot of sloppy play. Uh, I mean, a perfect example is the Niners, Tampa Bay Bucks. It was a really, really sloppy game the entire game. Uh, I mean, both teams had over 10 penalties and had a handful of penalties that weren't even called because they got called back. But, I mean, watching Jimmy Garoppolo struggle, he, he couldn't, like, hit a, an out route. It was – it was a real struggle to watch that game. But, I mean, the Niners' defense looks really, really good, uh, which I'm excited for. They got a couple of gifts from Jameis Winston, but it's Jameis Winston. What do you expect? Jameis Winston. Is he in the league at the end of the year? I don't think he's starting. I think he is, but uh, uh, probably not starting, but he's still in the league. That was the big question yeah. was would Arians turn him around, you know, like cut the turnovers, have him show – pocket presence, visibility, mobility, and it was the exact same Jameis that we saw the last couple of seasons, which is just a turnover machine, bad vision, bad decisions. And it's just like, mm-hmm. if that continues, there's no way that he's starting, you know, by week six or seven. And that's yep. terrible. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, those last couple throws late in the game, I mean, he just threw it right into the defender's hands. Yeah. Uh, just no throw clue. it away. Like, what are you doing? I mean, it was third down. It was third and long. It's like, Okay, well, at least give yourself a shot on fourth and long. Come on. <laughs> I mean, instead, he just throws the ball up in the air, and a guy is just, and Akel Witherspoon is just sitting there, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll catch it and run into the end zone. <laughs> what, about the, uh, what about the Browns getting their ass kicked at home? Uh, that, that, kind of that, was, that was an embarrassing performance. I mean, the Browns just look terrible in every facet. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with ego. Um, and also, new co- they brought in all new coaches. So, I think it's going to take some time for this team to gel because they looked completely out of sync. They Nobody looked like they were on the same page. Uh, I, that was embarrassing. They got this absolutely is, this is a, destroyed you know, by the Titans. This was a, like the, a top eight Super Bowl favorite, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be the surprise for me. Well, I mean, you can add in the Steelers. They look like trash. No, oh, that, that didn't surprise me. They're, they they don't play well. Against yeah, that didn't surprise me either. I mean, I, we talked about it last week. I, I mean, when you lose two of your best players, 
and and their defense was was suspect last year. And with, they, with they had those players, they couldn't beat the Patriots. So no, no, no. But they've always been tight. Those games have always been like you know ones you look forward to in the season. It's Steelers path. because I'm a Patriots fan, and I know I'm gonna. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I thought that the Pats, in New England. Yeah, they were uh, whatever six point uh, favorites at home, which is always easy to take. But it was not even close. And what, what do you have to hang your hat on? With the Steelers, both sides look terrible. So that's yeah, a, that, that's another team. Exactly what I talked about in the podcast last week. Juju, uh, Juju Smith Schuster was getting double, triple teamed on every single play. He couldn't get open, and then they were forcing James Conner, and they were they're packing the box. James Conner couldn't run the ball. It was Dante I mean, he, got a couple... he couldn't catch anything. That was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Like, <Yeah>. unbelievable. His <laughs> targets that would hit him right in the chest, right in the hands, touchdown plays, yep. absolute yep. drops. And and those are those are drive killers, and not only that, momentum killers. Mm-hmm. You see huge plays that just get dropped. That just kills the momentum, not only for your offense, but for your defense. You're like, oh, man, we're going to get back in this game. He has a TD. No, he dropped it again. Yeah. That's, that's killer. Those will kill you. All right. Well, let's get started. We've got a Thursday night football game, as we tend to do. And it's an interdivision game between two teams that really, they want to have a shot. Cannot really fall much further back because the Saints have been a powerhouse. Um, and it's the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are a seven-point favorite. Anyone have strong feelings on this one? No, I think last week I, I took the Panthers at home uh, plus two. Or wait, were they minus two? They were plus. <laughs> when we looked at me? They were dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pa- Panthers ended up at covering. Home. They covered. And you pushed, yeah. But depending on what they, line you got. Right, right, right. They, yeah, they – they don't like I, Cam Newton, uh, I'm not in the Winston bucket yet, but I don't think he's – like we probably saw his pinnacle already. I don't think he's an mm-hmm. NFL-capable quarterback. But he's serviceable and there's no replacement level, so he'll keep playing. But I don't really like him as a player. And I thought the team at home usually just like by standards plays well. So home – Tampa looked like trash against the Niners, but a full touchdown interdivision, I don't like it. So I'm just going to take the Bucks plus seven. Yeah, I think that's too many points. Um, on the, I didn't see enough from Cam in that offense to feel comfortable laying seven points with it, even though I think the Carolina is the better side and the better team, better defense, better quarterback. It's just Cam didn't show me anything to make me think that they can just put up 40 points on a dime, um, even against an average defense. So until Cam actually starts chucking it around and it's not just the uh, McCaffrey show, checkdowns, rundowns, I think that it's going to be a low-scoring game, just kind of run the ball. And now that Tampa Bay has a running game and Ronald Jones, I think it could just be like a run game. Um, I think seven's way too many points at the way. Yeah, uh, I'm in agreement here. Um, the thing is, is that the only thing that did – surprised me last week in the Tampa Bay Bucks is how good their defense was. They actually showed up, and they actually showed that they can cover. Um, they showed that they had speed on the in the linebacker spot. Um, they were all over the field. 
I mean, the Niners, realistically, they only put up seven points offensively. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks have a – from what I saw last week, they have a decent defense. Um, I mean, decent enough to stop this Panthers offense. And, and I, I just don't trust what the Panthers have on offer. Uh, and, and Cam's not the same quarterback he was a couple years ago. He's not running the ball nearly as often. He's not consistently throwing out of the pocket nearly as well and accurately. I just don't trust Cam. I mean, it's really hard to trust Winston as well. But the <laughs> fact is, is that Winston's not getting seven points. He might be giving the seven points a couple times <laughs> that, in that game. That's true. That's fair. That is true. Yeah, I don't have confidence in either of these teams, and so it uh, it's it's hard for me. Yeah, it's hard for me not to just take the points. I'm going to go that way as well. Yeah. Ugh, you have to hate it, though. I I hate sitting on Winston. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not a good player. He's just not a good player. Doesn't doesn't but, feel good. <laughs> but Cam's not the same player either because he's not running the ball nearly as much. Pick six just could happen, and then there's the line jumps immediately. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right, well let's. Move if I my if I had my choice, I wouldn't vote on. I wouldn't pay for this game at all. Oh yeah, so, yeah this I is mean, a pass for me. This is a pass. But yeah, Thursday is trash choose, game. I'm yep. <clears throat> At least you get like Agreed. so. Carolina doesn't have to travel on a short week, so. But I still think seven is too high. So you, so. you don't feel bad for them, I guess. No, well, I, I just hour, feel like if, an if there is an advantage, exactly. oh, I see. If there is an advantage, it's the home team that doesn't sure. have to travel. Um, but. It's too high for division games. So. Oh, got Mr. Home yeah, games. just stay away. Thir- Thursday is always trash games. You don't know what's going to happen. So that's true. That's Especially true. if you if you played a good team the previous week. If you have a good team versus a good team on that Sunday, and they just beat the crap out of each other, and that good team has to play a Thursday night game the following week against a bad right. team, that bad team could easily beat that good team because they just spent all all their bullets in that previous game. Now they're worn out and now they're playing a shitty team like the Lions or or the Cards and they end up losing and you're like, what happened? How did this good team lose? And it's because they're exhausted because they just played the Patriots on that previous Sunday. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Eagles, Falcons. Falcons. Home underdog getting point and a half. As we look at it Tuesday evening. Uh, take the points here. Mm. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz definitely came up uh, late in that game against the Redskins. Um, but I, I just feel like the Falcons are a home team. And eh, whatever. Two points. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> this is a yeah. game I'm also not really sure about. I, I, I'm not totally – I think the Eagles are a good team. Um, I'm pretty sure the Falcons are not a good team. Probably not even a 500 team. Um, I'm probably not going to bet this game, but I would just take the home team getting getting points. I like the uh, Eagles for all the reasons <laughs> you said to support <laughs> the Falcons. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I don't think the Falcons are good. I do think the Eagles are good. Um, Point and a half doesn't scare me. I, I, you know, offensive line uh, on the Falcons, they lost their first rounder, Lindstrom. That guy's out. So, offensive line, very important. 
especially for an offense with Matt Ryan. And uh, I'll go the other way. God, there are some bad, bad teams in this league. Well, uh, watching Matt Ryan last week was – it's like, yeah, Stafford, Newton, Winston, all these guys that are like elite quarter – Joe Flacco. It's like these players suck. <laughs> and, and you could throw in young guys too, like Baker Mayfield. I don't think any of these guys look very good uh, week one. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to stay away because I just think Atlanta does have a home field advantage. Um, but yeah. Look at that total. It's the third highest on the board at 51. That kind of says, I think that there'll be points scored in this game. And there's actually quite a bit of uh, sharp money. Like wise guy had money on the Falcons this season to go like over their win total. I think people are predicting the, uh, the, like a bounce back offensively for this team. So they didn't show it last week, but I'm still skeptical of this line. Um, I think the perception right now that would be Eagles are like four or five point favorites, but I don't, I don't really trust um, Philly on the road. And this is Atlanta's homecoming. And like Matt said, there is a strong advantage for them, even though they are a good dome team. Like Matt Ryan is a good dome player versus outdoors and Minnesota was indoors. So you think, okay, well, the stats should have been better, but that's probably just a tough, a tough game for them, you know, to open up in Minnesota's home opener on the road. Um, but here, that, that line just screams take the Falcons and the points. I think that line screams that Philly is the better team and that the public is all over them. So my lean would be Falcons. Um, but it's not a strong play just because I don't know the identity of this team yet. But if anything, I would just lean with the home dog. I think you do know the identity, Roy. And it's the same identity they've had the last three years when you've kept picking them and kept losing. <laughs> <laughs> They're a team that looks awesome in so many ways. They have great uniforms. They have the tall quarterback, good-looking guy with a strong arm. They have the big number one wide receiver. They have a lot of things that look like they should be part of a good team, but they're fucking bad, and their coach is trash. Good. Well said. I agree with I, that. It's hard to watch. Yeah, like I'm at, like, um, the Cardinals of, like, I when Larry Fitzgerald. I hate watching in, that team. Yeah, when, when uh, Larry Fitzgerald was in his prime, like, a uh, 50-year-old Kurt Warner, like, literally just heave it up in the air and Larry Fitzgerald will catch the ball. And, like, you could totally do that with Julio Jones, but instead Matt Ryan decides to get sacked six, seven times a game because he's not good. Um, I, I, yeah, it's hard to watch the Falcons. They are They're the another team, team that peaked. But this line six. is just fishy. I, mean, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a bait call. Because it's a home team getting points. Well, I think it baits you into taking the short road favorite. You're like, oh, Philly, like, you know. Well, oh, I think that's just you, dude. Or, I mean, I think that could be 50 50 because I get baited the other way. I think of it completely the opposite. I'm like, oh, they're trying to trick you with this sh- by giving you points at home. But really, this should be a three or four point game. Philly didn't look great either, I felt. They almost lost to the Redskins. So. First half, they're getting blown out. I think the Redskins yeah. are not a bad team. I think they're a very bad team. They have a good defense. They don't have a strong offense. That's their, that's their weakness. That's they fair. have a decent defense. The, their, their offense is trash, but they have a decent defense. They can <laughs> definitely hold down some teams. Let's keep moving. 
Monday Night Football. The Cleveland Browns are at the New York Jets, and the Browns coming off of a 30-point loss are three-point favorites at the Jets. Now, of course, these are the Jets. That's I can't. Yeah. I, I, I watched all Man. the games this week. There's some bad matchups. Nothing I'm really excited to, excited about. to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah the, tickets, tickets, good seats still available. Tickets as low as $21 for Monday Night Football. Um, yeah. I, Brown, I, mean, really? I, I think Sam Darnold looked okay. Um, I, again, I said Baker Mayfield looked defense. like trash. I, I, I didn't the like Baker looked terrible. It's hard to say um, why anyone would watch football anymore. Of course it's hard to say. That's why we've got this podcast so that experts like you can tell us. Uh, yeah. The Browns have, what, 20 Hall of Famers on offense starting? So, clearly. I'm taking the Browns here. I think it's a trick. I think they're going to run them over. Baker Mayfield's like a coin flip kind of guy. Yeah, after watching last week, watching the – Jets shit the bed against the Bills, um, which I was excited about. But <laughs> but but the fact is, is that the, the Jets have a good defense, but their offense is not very good. And I, I, I just would – I trust the Browns more than I trust the Jets. The Jets are the Jets. I mean, they're not a team. But at least, at least the Browns have weapons. I mean, they have Jarvis Landry. They have – they have Odell Beckham. They have. They were MIA that whole Baker. game. Baker, I, I'm. Yeah, I know. Those guys were nowhere. I don't know where they were all game. Uh, yeah. No clue. It was so weird. Yeah, that was a weird game last week. Watching that game, for sure. No, <laughs> I agree there. Like the, the Brown, I don't know what happened to that Browns offense. Like they're that team that that offense is stacked. I don't know where any of it was, but no. just an off day. Just an off. But I think it was I a think, good. Uh, reality check for them you know getting punched in the mouth all the hype coming in and then they lose that first game i think that was actually better for them than kind of winning easily or running away so yeah i think they kind of show up here the browns i think they turn around they they regroup they find out what didn't work what worked um i mean jets had the lead they were crushing the bills and then they just literally did nothing on offense for almost what three quarters i felt like yeah um, three quarters that to me is like more telling that they just i don't know that they couldn't figure out. They couldn't make adjustments. Just for the Jets. Um, I feel like, yeah, like what Tim said, that there's more talent on the Browns. There's more skill players that they will eventually skill will find a way to win. Shall we pick some games? No. I've got one. <laughs> I better pull up our best bets from last. I've week. got two, so I'll actually wait and I'll see which one. If you guys use one of them, I'll pull up these best bets. Yeah. You got one, Tim? I can give my first if you guys want. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, then my first bet is going to be the Oakland Raiders nine-point home underdogs against the Chiefs. The Raiders show up against the Chiefs. I think nine points is is plenty. the 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 Chiefs' defense is terrible, and they, as good as they are on offense, they're likely to give up thirty-five, you know, multiple times this season. Um, and if you do that, it is it is kind of hard to cover nine. So I'll take I'll take the Raiders at home. Yeah, I I uh, totally <clears throat> agree on that. Um, the Jags looked kind of 
okay. Like, their defense was kind of iffy, obviously, against a good team. But uh, Foles was doing well until, you know, breaks his shoulder. Um, Fournette disappeared after their quarterback got blown up. I I don't think the Chiefs are as, like, big of a world beater. They're just going to be a team that gives up 40 and they score 45 kind of team. Like, can't can't stop anyone. So, can you, can yeah, you I think name that's the Jaguars' backup quarterback? I can. Yeah, Gardner Mintelwell. Minshew. <laughs> Minshew. It's Minshew. Minshew. He went 22 for 25 for yeah, two yards. Yeah, he lit up the Chiefs. He was legit. Uh-huh. Not expecting to play in the game. That's pretty That's pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, it says a lot about him. That's, also, that's pretty bad about the Chiefs. Bad the Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. offense or defense, that's rather. Yeah. Chiefs. Trash. Okay. Oh, and then, uh, of course, yeah, uh, Tyreek Hill is done for, Out for weeks. whatever, six, eight weeks. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. you know. Good. A little bit of karma. A little bit of karma. Guy's a guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> if, if that guy could get injured on every single play, thank goodness. Like that guy's a piece of shit. Uh, but he got paid, so he probably doesn't care. Did you have a pick, Army? Um, I probably already leaked this. Uh, you know, the second the line came out, but I I already bet um, the Dolphins versus the Pats. It's now <laughs> nineteen and a half. Yep. It, it it is just like it's too high of a number. I use I keep betting these things like when the Jaguars were terrible like two three years ago and it, they would get like twenty point like lines. I kept betting them. They lost every time uh, by like twenty seven. <laughs> but it, it just it's and it's hard to root for this. It's hard to like watch them leak away like touchdowns all the time. But I, I just feel like there's a couple overreactions this week. Um, same with the the Ravens Cardinals, um, Ravens smashed and somehow they're getting two touchdowns. I don't know. That's, I like what I, I, like, I like what you said there about overreactions. This is the type of week. This is like the prime week to just take to just bet against everyone who won last week. Yeah, that's pretty much what I, what I'm going with this week is just someone who who yeah. I guess we said this with the Browns like. They were supposed to be Super Bowl favorites, and they had a terrible week. And the next week, they're not getting, you know, a proper – like, if you were giving a line before week one, the Browns aren't aren't three-point uh, favorites against the Jets. They're probably closer to five or six. And so, so it's just like, look at the lines. What would it have been had they not played any games? And I think 19 and a half is – too high for a divisional well, opponent. You'll be pleased to hear it's back down to 19 now. Oh, good, good. It's good. coming down. All that sharp money on Miami, huh? <laughs> I, I, I have to say, those the big games like that, I've had plenty of similar ones with the Jags and, and other bad teams and Browns were, were another popular one for me um, for many years. Uh, the test I always had to put myself to once I had done it for long enough was if this team – if, if seven seconds into the game, this team is down seven, nothing, am I going to feel stupid? <laughs> and, and more often than not, when I, when the answer to that was yes, I didn't bet. I, it was, it was right to not bet it because <laughs> some of those teams are really that bad. Um, not sure about the dolphins here. Not sure about that. seems, seems like a lot for week two and the Patriots are probably you're, you're paying a premium for the Patriots right now. Well, and also the fact is, is that the dolphins 
uh, we were talking about this earlier in text. The Dolphins treat these games against the Patriots at home like it's their Super Bowl. So, I mean, every single time yeah. the Dolphins play the Patriots at home, it's a close game. It's a tough game for the Patriots. They've lost the last three. So, yeah. at, at, at Miami, Here's the, the Patriots thing. have lost the last three games. 21-3 to three doesn't cover. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. they can kill them and not cover. So I, I, th- I think the number also was kind of based on Antonio Brown coming in for week yeah. two. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, like they're, they were already the best team in football and they're adding like a number one receiver. Um, so it hasn't shifted after like Antonio Brown went to jail, but uh, he's not going to jail. It's a civil suit. <laughs> he's going to play this week. What a league! Does that surprise anyone? Cover. I, I mean, Tyreek Hill was credit. I mean, Tim Roger Goodell handled Ray Rice as best as anyone could. Yeah, I mean, there there was literally audio of him beating his wife and his kid. Tim Roger Goodell was not present for that, so you can't hold him accountable. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> Do you pick for us, Tim? All right, Tim, what's your lock of the week? Uh, I, I'm going to choose the Chargers over the Lions. The Lions are absolute garbage. I hate them so much, especially after watching them last week against the Cardinals. They always Just keep it absolute. close to Tim. They, they're good. It's two and a half. I mean. They always keep it close. It's three, actually. Three. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at Bavada right now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Weird. Must refresh. be fluctuating. Yeah, I'll refresh it. Um, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So point three. stands. It's oh, whatever. Three, three or yeah. two. So if it was three, would you play it or no? Uh, I mean, I, I still would. I, I do okay. not like the I, I do not like the Lions. I, I don't like this team. I love the Chargers on the road. Oh, I always do. They're, they have no home field advantage, so I feel like it's always an advantage for them when they're on the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the thing is, is that they can run the ball this year. Eckler is a beast. Like, he's he a really good player. And and not only that, Allen is healthy. Uh, I mean, he looked really good last week. So, I really like the Chargers in this spot, and I don't think the Lions. The Lions' defense can't hold a college offense to less than 20 – what was it, 27 points? <laughs> like, like, give me a break. Like, I, I do not trust this team at all. Totally off topic, but I, I, I really can't believe the Antonio Brown stuff. I mean, the guy has literally <laughs> done three things in the last four days that are probably more noteworthy than the four of us will do in our entire lives. The Instagram <laughs> recording Gruden. Uh, yeah. If we did clip, any of those that was, things. That was like Oscar worthy. That was epic. It was, if, it told if like did, a story. It had three parts. It was great. If you did any of these things that he has been either accused of or has done in the last like three or four days at your workplace, you would be a pariah. Yeah, you'd be absconded and you would have to be forced into retirement. Absconded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Roy, you got a pick for us? Uh, that I do. As the resident Bears, <laughs> Homer. Oh God! I take it. I take it upon myself to look at this game very carefully, and and, and try to analyze this defensive juggernaut Bears team. <laughs> and they go into into Denver, and I I love 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 Denver in this spot. Whoa! All over Denver. I don't know. I mean, I think Army talked about how bad it looks with Flacco. I I I didn't see. 
doom and gloom from the oh, offense. I saw Flacco, I mean, at least have some pocket presence, step up and throw darts over the middle to um, my boy, Cortland Sutton. I've been a fan of for years. <laughs> so, and they have decent receivers. And then Lindsey ran with some heart. And if you watch the Bears game or try to picture, like, in your mind, no throws that a Trubisky made were, like, in the pocket. They were all these, like, deep corner routes, like, fades over, you know, on the Robinson's shoulder to the mm-hmm. sideline. They're all scared throws, checkdowns to Tariq Cohen. Just the offense was terrible. It was, it was scared quarterback play. It was weak. Yes, the defense is good, but so is, Den- um, so is Denver's. And at home, Denver is a different animal. And I just trust that the offense that Flacco runs is more competent. And they're getting points at home. I mean, give me a break. Like, I, I think Denver's defense is as good, probably, at home against Chicago's defense. Wow. Um, this is, I think, a bad spot for Chicago. It's just they didn't look – it was more the offensive play calling, which is so terrible. I don't trust it at all, that it'll get better in one week. And Denver, I do trust a veteran quarterback, even if it is Flacco. And I'll take the veteran presence who showed some pocket presence, who showed <laughs> some mastery of the playbook. It's the Super Bowl winner, man. Dude, yeah. I want to know he has a resume. Roy's, Roy's like, record of picking Joe Flacco and Matt Ryan in games. <laughs> Probably 100%. <laughs> He's got a type. He's got a type. Uh, so this to me is I, a pretty I love easy the, pick. Uh, I'm with you, though. I agree. I agree, by the way. The, uh, I think this is a great spot for the Broncos. Home underdog, for sure. Yeah, new head coach, a defensive mind coach, still a good defense, still good players all over. So, I love it. Yeah. That's fair. I, I did love the Bears sequence where uh, they had that kicker who choked last year, and, like, he went out and made his first field goal, and, like, the whole crowd is, like, mock cheering. And then on the kickoff, he kicks it out of bounds. Well, yeah, immediately. <laughs> like – he was on. He was like sky high. It's like, oh, I actually know what I'm doing. And then he no, but then up, like easiest part of the game. There was another play like later in the game when they chose not to kick a field goal. Like if you remember, yeah. like they were fourth yeah. or whatever, and they chose exactly. to go yeah. for because no, the coach it was, just didn't have faith in the kicker. Like you said, oh, I want to like. It was a. It was a 44 yard field goal. It was a 44 yeah. yard field goal, and they didn't have faith. I mean, that speaks volumes. Like, are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> I don't know. You, you told me the Broncos yarders. tried to kick a 64-yard field goal. Yeah, but they tried. I guess they gave a chance. Unacceptable. You can't, like, you can't think, let Trubisky yeah. throw 40 times and abandon the run when you're down 7-3. Like, Matt yeah. Nagy thought they were down 33, and they ba- abandoned the run to let Trubisky throw 40 times in a game. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> that Can I give a bonus pick? One week. Can I give a bonus yeah. pick? Oh, I, yeah. I I really like the Rams here, minus two and a half. Uh, I I think. Oh, who are they playing? They're playing the Saints um, in in LA, and I think the Saints are always a road fade for me. Yeah. And as they've become a, a more of a running team, I still I still think it's good to fade them, and I think the Rams are, even though Gurley is kind of the big, what WTF kind of thing. Question uh, mark. Having Cooper Cup back mm-hmm. is a big deal for Goff. And uh, I think I think this is a, a chance for them to you know, first first home game. Um, you know, their fans still have to feel good about the fact that they made the Super Bowl last year and getting getting good support. I, I'm, I'm taking the Rams here. Yeah, Terrell, this yeah, seems I'll, like I'll a, with you there. this is a playoff matchup. So like you're getting points at home, like or well, I mean not points, but like it should be a three game. Yeah. Um, 
So it, it's close. I um, the Saints came off like a a barn burner the other night. So I, well, I, they shouldn't yeah, have won that game. Be, that's the that's the thing. They shouldn't have won that game. Like yeah, they should have <laughs> lost uh, at home. Yeah, they should have lost that game. I mean, the Texans played a lot better than the Saints. They made a couple of mistakes late in the game that cost them the game. That was that was the difference. But they they should have they should have won that game. They, Texans played a lot better overall in that game than the than the Saints did. All right. I don't know. Jared Goff still this looks should... like he's trash. <laughs> I, yeah. well, I can't, can't watch him play either. Oh, he on your good list too, Roy? He's he's holding hands with Matt Ryan and Flacco. <laughs> no, but I don't think he's trash. <laughs> I, I think he's a, I think he's an average quarterback in the league. I don't he's think he's an average he's a, guy. He's yeah, an he's average like a, quarterback. He's like slightly worse than Alex Smith in my mind. He can complete no, seven yard passes. He's, he's better than Alex Smith. Come on. He can hand the ball off to a two thousand yard rusher and like throw it to like Wes Welker forty times again. He, he, he could he could throw he could throw he could throw the ball deep occasionally, but he don't. No, no, he is not accurate deep at all. All right, Matt. So Jared Goff or Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I think Lamar I Jackson. Right he's, now. he's like uh, it's in the Colin Kaepernick world. Like while he's still healthy, he's better. Yeah, like I agree. Just run yeah, him fifteen times a game. That's Off a for Cam Newton. dynamic. Yeah, I mean these guys are good for four years, like three to four years, and then once that first injury bug hits them, their career's over because they're yeah. Not so like the, the Cam Newton thing, like yeah. if Cam was on the Rams, it would be different. Like he'd have options. Uh, I don't think the Panthers have had like a good running. They have had Greg Olson, who's like forty-five years old. Like, well, they had Jonathan Stewart for a while, who's good, but. He's no, no there. John Lynn Stewart. No, uh, Steve Smith, the fifth. Like I don't know. <laughs> they haven't had good options in years. Ted Ginn for the third time. Like, yeah, it's been a while. It's been like three years. It's been three years since they've had a good offense. When they went to the Super Bowl and getting smoked by the by the Broncos. Yeah, so slap Cam Newton in that offense. I think I think he's a different player too. So. He has more more options as an athlete than Jared Goff does. Oh, yeah, of course, because, I mean, Cam has all the tools. Yeah, it's just, you cannot tackle him. You, you have, the dude is 6'5", 260 pounds, like, and he runs like a gazelle. It is, <laughs> it's, not to, it's not fair to compare him and Jared Goff. Yeah, so, so it's just like – on the raw tools, like Cam Newton is still better than Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff has no tools. <laughs> Harsh. This guy was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had like one first down in like the entire first half, so that's not that good. That was the most boring Super Bowl of all time. That that Super Bowl was. I enjoyed like watching watch. paint dry. Grass grow. <laughs> This guy dancing around in his like David Ortiz jersey or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was a good Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, boys. It's been a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. Best of luck, yeah, everybody. Alright. Yeah, have a good one. Thanks, right. guys. Until next time. Go Broncos. Later, later boys.